There's a mystery to untangle Using comedy as our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jesting We'll be demystifying the expert Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified Thank you, thank you. Great, so we're live from Harrisonburg. This is Thursday night's Demystifying the Expert show, which is today's the November's edition and the last of this calendar's year, and you all made it. So welcome uh, to learning while laughing out loud to our yet another attempt to bring the science to the public or the public to the science in a way not many of you experienced before. Since we're serving it on a comedy plate, indeed we advertise it as a comedy show, but we also warned you that you will learn things you did not dream of uh, before coming here tonight. Programs like this would not be possible without generous support of people who understand the power of educating the world on how science works and why it matters. And for this, we're very grateful, in particular to Mr. Edward Rice, who is a member of the JMU Board of Visitors, and he funds projects like this, and especially this Demystifying the Expert program, and also the Physics and Astronomy Department and the College of Science and Math. Just to be clear, uh, we are recording this show, which is uh, presented to the rest of the world as a podcast via SoundCloud. Please check out our dedicated channel at soundcloud.com slash demystifying for all the past recordings and in the near future for what you might have missed tonight. So let's check here. How many of you have been to this show before? Raise your hand. Great. Oh, thank you for So how many back. are here for the first time? Excellent. A Welcome. round of applause for those that are here for the first time. I hope you like it and I hope you come back for the next edition next semester. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy our program greatly, but we wanted to mention that this program was inspired by the You're the Expert show, which you should also check out on iTunes or SoundCloud or some other media you use to get your podcasts. Share. Um, all right, so I think we're ready. Who's ready? <laughs> we are going to start by introducing the crew. And number one part of the crew are the hosts. And the hosts are two physicists from the one and only physics and astronomy department. And one of them is Klebert Faitosa. Hi. I'm a soft matter physicist blowing bubbles in the lab. And this is Anka Constantin. Yay. Thank you. I'm just an astrophysicist trying to weigh supermassive black holes, chasing after signs for them in the centers of some other galaxies. And we uh, brought together a locally and organically grown panel of three comedians. Uh, they are represented here, uh, representing here the, the one and only new and improved JMU comedy troupe who has been very successful in bringing laugh, laughter ever since 1980, 1998. All right, so let's see. They're that see. old, yes, right. Okay, so in order of appearance on stage, 
We're going to welcome all Ethan Schulze. Ethan is a sophomore SMAD major and a Russian spy. When asked for his bio, he told us that he is a tall boy with a weird face and a heart of gold and is capitalized, definitely not Russian. <laughs> if Ethan, Ethan wasn't, were an animal, he'd probably be a cat, in case you wondered. All right, so the number two is Shelby Imes. <laughs> Shelby is a senior, double major in journalism and English. And before you ask, no, she does not know what she wants to do with that. In her free time, Shelby likes to trip very violently in public and then pretend like it didn't happen. Okay, last but not least, we have Drew Holt. Woo! Drew is a junior marketing major from Ellicott City, Maryland. He has yet to hear back from his congressional representative about his proposed law that would require all base seasoning in every meal. <laughs> Three words we'd use to describe Drew are fun, spry, and fancy. Ooh. That is true. <laughs> I didn't write that. All right. <laughs> I this is our comedy troupe, and now, finally, to our mystery expert, Prof. Professor Anthony Tongan. Is he here? I hope so. Professor Anthony Tongan, who has come been on up. <laughs> Professor Tongan has been at JMU since 2005, after previous research and teaching appointments at the University of Arizona, Trinity Inter International University, and Northwestern University. Uh, and Professor Tongan, just a little bit of background, right? Uh, graduated with Bachelor of Science from the Honors Program of the University of Pittsburgh. He worked, and worked on and obtained with flying colors his master's and PhD doctorate from Northwestern University where he specialized in what we are going to demystify here today. <laughs> Professor Tongan is currently the Associate Dean of the College of Science and Mathematics at James, James Madison University and by now he built a long history of being actively, if not aggressively, invested in making the public aware of the types of things he's an expert on, as yeah, well as in making research experiences available and equitable for all learners. <laughs> so, for the first game. The first game is called the guessing game, and what uh, our panelists are supposed to do is to ask questions uh, for Dr. Tongan, and then he's only uh, allowed to answer yes or no. And the goal is for you to figure out what does he work with in his research. All right, take it away. Uh, among that kind of figuring out, you're gonna find out in what department is he also working. Mm -hmm. Out so of those we'll, five, uh, just okay. hinting, maybe too much. Get, go ahead. Okay, um, you wanna, you wanna oh, take no. us off? You wanna start uh, us off? Yeah. Do you play with rocks? <laughs> yes or no? No. Oh. Darn it. Oh. Let's leave. I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do, you use, do you use a calculator on a daily basis? No. Uh-oh. Okay. Me neither. I have one. Um, aliens? Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, is, is what you do mostly on Earth? No, not just where you do it, but like the stuff that you that you care about, mostly on Earth. Yes. Okay. One okay. point. 
Oh, one point. Oh, one point. oh it's oh. a point system. It is, yeah. Yes. It's oh. a competition here. Okay. Four questions, one, four questions, one point. In case you're keeping track. All right. Earth, but no All right. These are Earth, points but no against. Rocks. All right, guys. Uh, I'm sweating. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so, do you do you work with little baby animals? They don't have to be babies. Do you work with animals? Uh, I have. So yes. Yes. It's all right. Um, Half a point. Kind of a yes. <laughs> do you like their cells? But like in a professional sense, not just. I don't care about personal. When you're on the clock, do when you like their the, cells? After you've punched in in the mm -hmm. morning. No. Good question, <laughs> though. Do you find yourself in the Arboretum like three times a week with students? No. <laughs> Two times a week? <laughs> One time a week. <laughs> Approximately zero times oh. per week. Okay. No, all right. All right. Sorry. Sorry, no. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Likes animals, not trees, not cells. Okay. Do you, um, no calculators. Okay, how heavily, okay, that's not a yes or no question. Um, do you frequently uh, uh, apply for grants? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's a, it's a science free thing? point, right, for you. It's a what? Free point. It's a free point. Oh, right. it's free. free point. Okay. Well, I got one, I got it's one. It's a free question. Oh. <laughs> Ocean? Am I supposed to respond with a word? Yeah, uh, yes, yes or, or no. no. What comes to mind when I hear ocean? Well, no, a yes ocean, ocean question mark. Do, do you, like you can imagine yeah. a question mark at these no. Do you no. study the ocean? No. Nope. Okay. He doesn't study the ocean. Well, okay, <laughs> wait. Just because he doesn't use a calculator doesn't mean he, it's not math. Do you, are you, do you Do you do math? math? Yes. Oh, he's oh. so smart oh, that he doesn't need a calculator. Right. I am a calculator. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, well, well. Excuse All me. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, at least half of the mystery is solved. Okay. Can we can we try one, maybe one or more one or two more questions to figure out maybe a little bit about what kind of math mm. Professor right. Tongan is? It's got to be pretty easy because he doesn't use a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what your definition. Of easy yeah. Is. That's. Uh, okay. So <laughs> math. So math. Math. Are what you, math are you a, a physicist? I figured, I feel like that would need a calculator. I feel like that would need so many calculators. No. No, he's not yeah, a physicist. That's okay. fine. So not a physicist. What other types of math? Wait, hold, do you use algebra like often? Probably. Like I Don't can answer most that humans. one. I can answer that one for you. Uh, no. It's fine. Um, all right. Okay, so, so it's not. Okay, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, um, we're going to need to. Clarify that. Well, okay. yeah, so, so, so I use mathematics. Okay. If, yes. If, if by algebra you mean a type of mathematics, certainly. Perfect. Uh, do you think back to your earlier questions, maybe even, that were making you bark up a wrong tree. Oh, the About math cells? Of, of dogs, of animals. <laughs> I think it's getting warmer. Basic What do you think, Kevin? Uh, ge um, uh, geometry? I mean, we're not going to give you away. It has nothing to do with it. I, it might. Yeah. I don't know. What math, shape is wait, the let's dog? Think math with animals. It's fine. Um, how about... Um, One more try. Make it work. Concentrate. This okay. is hard. Your best so shot. It's, so wait, let's, let's go through this together. Okay. So something maybe to do with cells or animals. Not cells, just animals. Animals. Just, well, he used to work with animals. But no he cells and not in the ocean. So animals? 
math with no calculator None. and not algebra. I think algebra. it's a type of math and specifically that yeah. you said, so maybe, yeah, that's Well, we, we decided it's not algebra, so I'm, uh, this isn't a question. I think it's either statistics or geometry or calculus. Oh, he is a calculator. He knows so many types of math. He is a calculator, and they All both have calc. Yeah. I, I don't think it's statistics. Mm -hmm. You need to definitely need. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I need a calculator. Uh, I need okay. one. Can we, are we gonna say calculus? Any conclusion? Do you do you do calculus? Calculus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. That wasn't like a like a yes. No, that's true. It was tentatively it yes. Uh, so I guess it's more like doesn't everybody. But so you said you didn't do algebra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what what So why don't we ask our expert then to sort of clarify yes. this you know yeah. enigma conundrum. So interestingly, so what I'd call myself for the most part I do mathematical biology is the research area. I'm a mathematician that works on biological problems. So for instance, when you asked about Dogs? What did well, you ask about? I asked animals? about cells, and yeah. you said no. <laughs> well, I did say, so animals, so for instance, I've studied uh, lemurs that are in Madagascar and how they leap and what mechanics uh, cause them to leap in certain huh. ways and those types of things. So, so like, with the, the intersection of mathematics and biology. Ooh. Oh, I already know my first question. <laughs> I think you're out of yes-no questions. No, I know, but for the next thing. <laughs> <Spoiler>. <laughs> So yeah, why don't we? Why don't you try some? I, it's definitely kind of obvious that your curiosities went to the roof I'm right very now. I'm excited so. about something. Oh yeah, we're in go it ahead, now. go ahead. We're so in it. One thousand miles per. One day I got kind of curious, and I was on YouTube, <laughs> and I wondered like, when giraffes are like born, do you know what the first thing that happens to a giraffe is? Please share. It falls. Um, do you think that that's detrimental to them as a species in terms of math. <laughs> That's very profound. It does not appear to be. <laughs> and he's a professional. There you go. Okay. All right. So when you, I, I guess when you're researching uh, biological math, do you, are you trying to figure out like the why or the how or when you're studying biology with math. Yeah, I guess it depends. Because apparently that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it depends on the problem. So for instance, if we're talking about uh, how lemurs do their leaps, and the question there was, how do baby lemurs whose limbs are much shorter follow adult lemurs whose limbs are much longer? And a lot of times, how far you can jump is based on how long your limbs are. So how do they make the same traverse the same trees and different things that the adults do, right? So there the question is how, right? Um, but sometimes the question is, can you predict what's gonna happen? So another project I worked on was studying guanacos. Uh, guanacos uh, occur mostly in Chile, Chile, in Argentina, and they can think of them as llamas, but uh, they are pests there because they eat the, the pastures. And so the question there is, how do you control the population, and by control I mean, yes, control the population and limit them such that they don't take over the farmland. So, where's the math there? We only heard about animals and some behavior, Yeah, right? Anthony, where's the math? <laughs> where, where's the math? 
first I'm name th- basis there. I, thank you for asking. So yeah, so it, it comes in many different forms. So sometimes it's different mathematical equations that describe the behavior of the system. So for instance, the lemurs, it's more about look, collecting data from the lemurs. So we put accelerometers on them. It's like strapping an iPhone to them, right? And then we look I, at- I have a question about that real quick. How, how, do, you, how do you get them? Did you- <laughs> As a mathematician, yes, as how, a mathematician, how do you, how do you when they send acquire you the a forest <laughs> to go get them? Like in Madagascar, right? With right. just a, 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 a hatchet and a, a funny hat. And your thoughts, <laughs> <laughs> your calculator yeah, how brain. You, how do you? Can I tell you one of the best things about being a mathematician? Please, please. I don't get them. Oh, right. So, oh, I, so someone else do does work, all the dirty work in designing right. of the principles, and I get Smart. to enjoy solving the problem or, or helping that. So. So for instance, in the, when, you're, when you're strapping the iPhone to the, the lemurs, we're trying to say, how mechanically do these things happen? And so that's more of a data analysis problem and some different types of computer programming. Um, whereas the mathematical modeling of the guanacos, that's more fitting equations, looking at data, trying to predict what the equations are going to tell us about what's going to happen in the future. So that's where the mathematics comes in. It's using equations, not so much algebra. Not algebra. <laughs> Maybe in there a little bit, not so much calculus always, but there's those types of modeling. Okay. Yep. I had sort of a question um, based on what you just said. Is it sort of unethical in your field to like strap Samsungs onto animals because they <laughs> might explode? <laughs> Uh, once again, I think you should talk to biologists. <laughs> if, if they explode, I don't think I get the data. So, okay. <laughs> oh. so yeah. I, I, have, I have a question about um, some of the, the work you do with JMU students. Uh, how, do, how much do you trust the information that they're bringing to you about like things that they study like do you are, are you like 100% unequivocally trusting of them or are you very questioning of what they bring to you uh, i think as an advisor you do both things right you want to make sure that you're showing trust mm-hmm. but yet also questioning so you're kind of walking them through the scientific uh, method and in, in, in the same way that they're presenting it to you you're questioning those things as well and so hopefully that they can go back a lot of times they're working closely with biologists and ask really good questions that they may not have thought of when they were presenting the information to you. So I hope I trust them, but I do question them still. <laughs> do you ever bring them to Madagascar to chase down these lemurs? Uh, I don't think any of my math students have ever gone to Madagascar. They've gone to Duke. There's a lemur center there, and they've gone to, their, to, to those kind of places, but never oh to exotic places. Yeah. A lemur center. <laughs> oh it turns gosh. out these things do exist. Oh, wow. I actually do have two questions. Okay. Could I double it up right now? What Please. part of this show are we even on? Just ask me questions. Is that what we're doing? Uh, yes. Yeah. Is, is okay. Super. This this is fun. Bring it. This okay. is beyond the yes or no. So. Okay. Free to talk. So my, my first question is, what does just a day in the office look like for you? You okay. just come in, you know, look at pictures of lemurs and... <laughs> I read do the that, newspaper. But I don't get paid for it. What? Read the newspaper. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, a day in the office looks a little different these days as I'm in the dean's office. So, I Ooh. do Ooh, he lots. made the dean's the office. Dean's yes, it's office. like making the dean's list, but not at all like that. So, but his um, parents are still proud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my day is a lot of meetings, but when I talk about the research that I'm doing, it's oftentimes uh, communicating with the biologists about the types of models we've done or the the like today, I had to debug some uh, MATLAB code, so some program, some code that we wrote to look at the data that we get from these accelerometers and some of the plots. They didn't make sense, so we had to redo some of the programming to make sure that they understood.
you get the support of Apple to do the research with lemurs? Financially? Uh, no, none. Rant, no, none. to Apple? No, but if you could work that out, I think they probably have some money for us. Okay. <laughs> for lemurs, or if you, maybe if you study apples? Uh, yeah. They fall, <laughs> gravity or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Fruit, generally. Fruit. Doesn't have to just be apples, I guess. Um, I do have another question. Mm -hmm. I heard you earlier you said something about a lemur takeover. That interests me. I'm curious now. Um, when you said, like, what would... I missed that part. <laughs> I know. I heard it. No, no, no. Because he was like, "Yeah, well, we have we control the lemurs, so they don't take over the oh yeah grass or something." Yeah. You may right. have to remind me about it this lemur takeover. It wasn't the lemurs. It was the other. It was the other guanacos. Guanacos. The llama-like creatures. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So you can think of them as the kind of how we treat deer here, uh, where they. They eat plants, and maybe they're kind of a nuisance, right? And they, they look like llamas? Well, they don't at all, but it's kind of the same fe features here. Mathematically. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah, mathematically. If you add that to anything, it sounds much better, I'm sure. Mm. Um, but the idea is that the, these guanacos are pests, and so they want to be able to control the, par the population by harvesting them. And what's a good strategy? They have a, uh, a harem structure, so there's one male with many females, and then all the males that don't get females kind of hang out together. And so the question is, how do you... Uh, how do you best harvest that population to control the population and at the same time make sure that they continue to persist? Wow. Is that a nice way to say harvest? What is right. the answer to that question? <laughs> how is the best way? Uh, we have done the modeling, i.e. we have a good idea of how to describe uh, the harem structure of this, the populations. Uh, we haven't started harvesting uh, the guanacos yet to introduce that concept. So. Would, would you be able to tell us a little bit, if not more, about what are those equations? What do you do with them? Yeah, so these are I mean, called... We're going to go into a maybe a little bit more detail yeah. later. Yeah, so let's start for the most part, I use that. recursion equations or difference equations. What this means is, uh, we can look at it this way. Um, a lot of species of animals always reproduce at the same time every year. And so what we can say is the population next year depends on what the population was this year, plus some other factors. And so we're designing equations that do that same thing. We say the population next year will depend on what happens this year, plus some other factors, which now depend on the structure of the population, being in a harem, not being in a harem, being a male in a harem, not being a male in a harem, et cetera. And so these equations describe what the population does, and you can let a computer say what happens, or we can prove, sometimes prove some theorems about what's going to happen with these populations. So you do use computers to do math. So you I use us. lots of computers. I never use a calculator. That oh, was okay. the original like, question. There's a huge difference. Yeah, um, what, so what, what drove you to do this, this research? Like, what, um, what, what keeps you looking forward? Like, what are you looking at next? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I like ha helping out with problems. So when I received this problem, I was actually in Mexico. Uh, on a Fulbright, and I'm guessing we'll come up with that later, or maybe we won't now, whatever. Uh, and so this was someone from Argentina that came to visit this university I was at in Mexico, and it was a real problem that was going on, and so I like to help people with real problems, and so we started working on it, and we've got through that first stage where we now have a good model of how it behaves, and the next step is then to figure out how to control the population by harvesting efficiently, if you will. So the problem came to you. You didn't go to the problem. Well, I went to Mexico, so I feel like I went somewhere. Okay. <laughs>
Anyway, very a very mundane mathematician. Right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Working with yeah, I sit in my office world. all day and twiddle my Problems. thumbs and don't use a calculator. How how accurate are um, you usually able to? How accurate are your mathematical predictions? I yeah. guess for <laughs> like population. Good, yeah, oh good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a good question. I mean, once again, anytime you're you're in this field, you're you're making some assumptions. So one of the recent papers I had published was on the monarch butterflies. I don't know if you realize how that works. So monarch butterflies, for those that don't know, uh, they all go back. So there's two uh, east of the Rocky Mountains and west of the Rocky Mountains. So we focused on the east of the Rocky Mountains. That's where we are, right? Okay, good. And so (laughs) the idea was all of those butterflies, monarch butterflies, actually go back to the same forest in Mexico every winter. So in fact, they are there right now. Some of them are still finishing up the migration. And so a lot of times you'll hear this time of year that the monarch population is very small and they're worried that this migration is not going to persist. So what happens is they hang out there in the winter, then they start migrating north up to Canada, and then they come back. But it's four or five generations later that actually return to those same forests in Mexico. So this paper we published said, um, looking at the data that we have on these monarch butterflies, even a down year when they see smaller output of monarch butterflies in the forests of Mexico, there's still enough monarch butterflies that this migration is not in real danger. And so these articles that you see that say gloom and doom, from the data that we currently have, even a down year, there's still enough t- persistence to bounce back. Great. Thank you so much. I will go yeah, to awesome the questions. next game. The okay. questions were great. We can continue the conversation, but the second game that we're going to play tonight is fill in the blanks. All right? Oh. So, or Right. Yeah, Ordinary the, math becomes extraordinary media or news. There we go. So <laughs> what, what we're going to do here is we have collected some headline from somewhere, and we have extracted or uh, blanked one word, and you have to guess which word that is. Okay? So are you ready to okay. play? Oh. oh. <laughs> I are just we? born ready. That's yeah, <laughs> and uh, with all that information you just received, they're going to be easy, I hope. All right. What? I want to go there yet. (laughs) All right. So the first one, it's from Quanta Magazine. You are familiar with it, right? Of course, yes. Yes. It's from October 2017. It says, the unforgiving math that stops blank. Something. The unforgiving math that stops something. Blank. What is it that stops? What is that something? Progress. Oh. Nope, it's not progress. It's unforgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is unforgiving. I didn't get to this article yet. I, w- yeah. I was on the. I, um, <laughs> we were busy. Yeah. Did you get that issue of Quantum Magazine? Oh, I get every issue of Quantum <laughs> Magazine. Um, stops. Uh, what can that be? Uh, forgiving. Unforgiving. The unforgiving. The unforgiving. The unforgiving. That stops, that stops, that stops forgiving. 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 Okay, that's a good guess, but it's not the correct one. I'm going to say that the word is giraffes from falling. I don't know if that one's... <laughs> that, uh, the unforgiving man that, that stops there. giraffes from the, falling? Okay, that stops... Let's try more gen- something more general. Stops. Something more general. <laughs> Do you Dark. remember? I'm sorry. <laughs> that, wow. that is unforgiving man. Wow. Yeah, it's getting that closer. Stops life, getting, yeah. That's closer. It oh. is. Uh, is it's it something general about life? Something about life? Breathing. Breathing. Happiness. <laughs> oh, well, All very good questions, but I'll tell you what it is, and I'll ask our expert to explain to you what it means, right? 
the unforgiving math that stops epidemics. How can that happen? Epidemics. Yes. And what's, what's unforgiving about math that does that? Yeah, so this article is actually interesting. I, I recommend you go read it. Uh, it. It talks a little bit about this concept of herd immunity. And so this is ironic. We were talking about herds in terms of guanacos, but it has nothing to do with that. So the idea is that... <laughs> yeah, like uh, the vaccines and stuff. Herd has immunity. to do with vaccines, yeah. right? So the idea is when you get a flu shot, in theory, you're protected from the flu, but there needs to be a certain amount of people that get a flu shot such that the flu doesn't spread like wildfire. So by choosing not to get the flu shot, not only are you putting yourself at risk of getting the flu shot, but you're also putting others at risk because you're not... Uh, assisting the population in getting to this idea of herd immunity. When a population gets to herd immunity, that means someone can get the flu, but it doesn't spread like crazy. So yeah. Excellent. Thank so you so much. Then, yeah, and then the sense. mathematicians yes. Yes. quantize so the that. the take-home message is, go get your flu shot. <laughs> well, that wasn't my, <laughs> yes. my I'm not, and I'm not a selling these things, but that is that concept. So uh, we're ready to move on. Yes. We're gonna learn some more about the things that um, Professor Tongan fights with every day, whether talking to students or with his own calculations on the computer, not the calculator. Of course, yes. Right? Okay. And so the next game is the jargon and acronym name. Now, uh, just a little reminder, the language of mathematics has a vast vocabulary of specialist and technical terms. It has also a certain amount of jargon, which are commonly used phrases which are part of the culture of mathematics rather than of the subject. Now much of it, much of these words are actually common English, but they have, they might have a specific non-obvious meaning when used in a mathematical sense. So let's explore some of these. So we're gonna tell you the word and you need to explain what a mathematician sees in that word. For example, the word normal. Oh, uh, easy. Right. I, yeah. That's not a real one that we're doing. Yes. Or is yes. it? Yes. It is oh. a real Go one ahead. we're doing. Normal. Yeah. Um, what is a mathematician hearing like when you say when that's normal? Evenly distributed. Like average. Average, yeah. yeah there like you average. go. Average. Yeah, like, like so. uh, normally distributed. Yeah. Oh. And then you get into standard deviations Wait, empirical right? rule. Uh-huh. Oh, look Keep at that. Keep going. Uh-huh. So 34, 34, 13.5, <laughs> 2.35, 1. He's in a stats class right now. I'm in math one. Anthony, you wanna, you wanna oh, comment on that? Are they, are they right? That is close enough. I think we have to give them some credit for Fantastic. that. Fantastic. So a round <laughs> of applause for yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, why don't we so make it a little... We'll ignore all the numbers because those weren't anywhere close. But we'll just <laughs> say that... So <laughs> close with the, with the standard deviation. So what about the word elementary? Basic what Sherlock level. Holmes says. Uh, you know, basic, just little, just a little, oh. Elementary. Elementary. <laughs> it's like what they say before Counting they go like, blocks. Eureka, and then they, they do something big. Is it true, Anthony? Uh, it's pretty close, yeah. When we think of elementary ordinary differential equations, it's just kind of the basic ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, did the, you the take easy stuff. cheers with we, the microphone? We did. <laughs> oh, golly, we did. Let's move on to the next game. What is the next game? Oh, the next game is uh, called Two Truths and a Lie. We learn about the human sure. behind all this beautiful science. And the mathematics that he just techniques. told us. Okay? So right. our uh, panel of comedians will read uh, something about our expert. And they have to figure out whether what they read is uh, a truth or a lie. 
And so the let's lies, see. Yeah, we made, we made they have to lie. vote what is the lie. It's two truths and a lie. Okay, take it away. Besides being a mathematician, Dr. Tongan is a fabulous athlete. Fabulous, nice word. In high school, he played basketball, baseball, and was even the quarterback of his football high school team. Uh, he has continued to excel in sports, winning multiple intramural championships here at JMU in football, and guess what? Ultimate Frisbee. Okay. Um, few people know details about the personal lives of our experts. No wonder many are surprised to find out that six wonderful children call Dr. Tongan daddy. And what a daddy he is. <laughs> I don't want to hear it <laughs> from any of you. <laughs> many parts of that varied research portfolio must have been thought of while waiting patiently around a soccer field. Do I still hear people? Um, okay. One of the reasons Dr. Tongan went to Mexico was to study the monarch butterflies. His greatest thrill there was to visit the site of the monarchs in Mexico, but not necessarily because of the butterflies, but because he narrowly escaped being kidnapped by the Mexican cartels who were seeking an opportunity with the gringos in the area. I'm really hoping that you have a story behind that. <laughs> this okay. But first you need to decide. I guess which one is the I, truth. I guess the, the real question is how many people do we think call him daddy? <laughs> well? We? <laughs> I, I want I just, I, I, need, I need to say the, uh, wherever it went. I think that's mine. Yeah. I need to say the, the cartel one. I, I am hoping... I, I want that to be a truth because I want to hear the story. I want to yeah, hear the story even real. if that's a lie. But the <laughs> real thing is, the real question is, um, do do we believe that he was the quarterback of his football high school he, team? He, high school he might have been, team. but it says he continues to excel in sports, winning multiple intramural championships here at JMU. He so looks like against, a pretty athletic I'm guy. I'm not saying he doesn't, but against students or like other professors? Oh, Ooh. do professors have like intramural? Teams? That's so that'd cute. Be so cool. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I, oh, that'd be Aww. so fun. I want that to be true. Students don't know that about the faculty. No, I don't know that. Mm. All right, you should learn about your professors. Mm. Well, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that I I don't know if he was kidnapped by the Mexican cartel. You can crush me with that one, Shelby. You're gonna um, say that that it said no 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 hold on hold on hold on it says he narrowly, narrowly escaped. escaped so that's kidnapped. like that's All like right, headlamp okay. bushwhacking and got out of there oh 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 okay have you been well <laughs> you been? but I'm, don't I'm looking stories. in his eyes and I don't see fear <laughs> I don't think he's they did either through, I want to go with that one he's been through some stuff he just went there to look at butterflies and then he almost got kidnapped. He'd, they were seeking opportunity. Well, hold on. Does kidnapping translate to opportunity? Because I feel like that's kind of cutting off opportunities. It's <laughs> I thought maybe they wanted a like a gringo for some for some personal gain. I don't know. I I six. Does he hey, have six children? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hey guys, you haven't ever thought this whole time. Maybe we're overthinking it. <laughs> 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 I think I think it's the sports one. Sure, I'm gonna say it's the sports one because I don't know how you'd be playing intramural. That's great. We haven't seen you on the field. 
All right. Which one is it? So uh, the sports intramural. one. Sports, sports one. one. Okay. So Take it away, Anthony. Uh, Tell us everything there is to all know. All I have to say is, is there someone in the audience that won a championship with me on Sunday? Oh, my there you gosh. Go. Oh, wow. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. So which one is it? <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, are are those your kids? They are yes. my kids. I only see two. two of them. Uh, that's I saw. That, that is a very true statement. <laughs> okay. Are there more? Are we getting closer? Oh no. no. <laughs> At home? Yes. Yes. Oh. All right. So you, you didn't almost get kidnapped by the cartel. No, but it's actually, it's it's close to the it's actually really? closer to the truth <laughs> in the sense that so I was on a Fulbright, so I was an ambassador of the U.S. Right. So the State Department sends you. And there are certain states that, that you are not no. allowed to go in as an ambassador, and Michelle Khan was one of them. And that's where the best butterfly sanctuary is. But there's one that borders Michelle Khan in Mexico. And so we went, they were there, uh, we went to the place that was on the border and then went and drove around the state we weren't allowed to go in a long ways to get to the state that we lived in. So I didn't get kidnapped. It was a pain to avoid certain places where the cartel was strong. Jeez. But you avoided being kidnapped. Narrowly, narrowly, we'll say. Oh, so. Narrowly, <laughs> but I did escape. Wow. wow. Okay. Very That's good. Right. Excellent That's round. All right. We still like you, even I'm though you didn't get kidnapped by the cartel. I'm glad that that didn't happen to you because that would be a terrible thing. But it would have been so cool <laughs> to like talk about. Because right you're here. Because you're here. Cool for us if you got and you're thriving. <laughs> next time you go to Mexico, can you think about the next time you might be at an event like this when you decide to drive around the really cool quick. part? <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. All right, and I think we're ready to go to the almost last part of the show. I think it's the one that almost everybody who's been here before anticipates, which is the skit that comedians are going to put together based on the Thank you. <laughs> a bunch of cookies, lines, which are quotes from uh, uh, three movies that have some math involved in it, which, which are Good Will Hunting, A Beautiful Mind, and the imitation game. So I like that they're going to take one. it away. It's their moment to shine, and you know they can do that. Oh, it's a lot on us. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Um, obviously, one of you is Professor Tongan. Obviously. Oh, yes, perfect. Okay. Me, yeah. I look the most like him. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's go. All right. Hey, um, sorry. Uh, Professor Tongan. Yes. Um, <laughs> hey, I was just wondering if... Uh, <laughs> Go on, spit if, it out. Uh, maybe you'd like to like go watch some butterflies with me later. <laughs> well, hmm, I would love to go watch some butterflies, but only if we drive through my favorite part of Mexico. I promised some young students that I'd do a couple laps and maybe get kidnapped. Oh, oh I'd do anything, do any drive with you. You're great on road trips. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yes, I can tell you all about my planned eating almost llamas. Yeah? Tell me about it. Oh, well, I'll tell you about it on the trip there. I okay. think, uh, yes, I, I think my, my good Frisbee friend was just coming in. Hey, you want to go toss the disc? Yes, I would love to toss the disc, but right after... Right after, I never said the vector fields were rational functions. Your solution is elegant, though ultimately incorrect, of throwing the frisbee. Your solution is very much incorrect. Well, dude, you could have told me that the day before our big tournament. Yes, as you can see here, the way you threw it that last time just didn't quite connect in the end over there. You know what? I want to see some 
some relevant algorithms. And you know, what I have to say about those, the ones, those ones is I've got some advice about keeping secrets for you. It's a lot easier if you don't know them in the first place. So you're not going to tell me is what you're saying. I'm, I'm um, not. I'm not. Professor Tonkin, I, I thought us in, the, with, in Mexico with the butterfly, I thought that was sort of like a you and me thing. And now we're bringing this Frisbee guy. I have to bring them along. Look, we won a championship together. Right, just. right. I just, I was thinking about it. And in competitive behavior, someone always loses. And, and I feel like you're sort of making a competition between us right now for your attention. Well, as you know, someone has to lose in this competitive behavior. And last I do, time, I just said that. Yes, yes. I, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Professor Tongan, you're really keeping me waiting over here. You know, we got a big match we got to go to, and we, mathematics. Mathematics is never going to lead you to higher truth, and you know why? Because it's boring. See, I'm, I don't understand why you're bringing this guy. I'm, he, I'm glad that you're finally getting it. You know, maybe next time you'll do some calculations before you just whip it into traffic like that. What? Well, I like to live on the edge. What's wrong with that? You know what's wrong with that? You know, I'm sorry. I, I don't usually lose my temper. But you know what's wrong with that is uh, I think that sometimes it's the people who no one imagines anything of who can do the things that no one can imagine. <laughs> it's is not this because he plays Frisbee? It's not the first time I've brought someone to tears. I, Anthony Tongan... <laughs> and just have a way with words. Oh, Dr. Tongan, I've never felt so alive. I, I have a way with words too, here's some. Uh, <laughs> you know, to pull all of this irascible genius routine, one actually has to be a genius, Dr. Tongan. How dare you, I have won every math competition since birth. <laughs> against high schoolers. You go to local high schools and compete against high schoolers. I need the confidence, okay? And you know what I have to say about that? I say, I say, I say you are the only reason I am. You are all my reasons. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Tongan. I know what I said before meant a lot, but Dr. Tonkin, listen. Listen, Thank I you. think you need to keep your priorities straight. Dr. Because Tonkin, you are the best professor <laughs> I've ever you. had. I, you need to, you need to t get your priorities straight because love will make a man do strange things. Yes, it will. <laughs> and yes, it has. She's just jealous of us. I know she Anthony, is. Anthony, if I can call you Anthony. You may. You may. She's <laughs> just, they're just jealous of... Just, why don't we do a crossword puzzle? It'll only take us five minutes. Or in your case, six, you, you, you dummy. Six minutes. Anthony yeah. Bear, I thought that was our thing. I don't even need a calculator. For a crossword puzzle? You heard me. You heard me. And then when we're done... Getting that crossword done in a one minute faster than Without you. Without yep. a calculator. <laughs> I'm just gonna say your comfort comes second to my ability to hear my own voice. Okay, not sure how I feel about that. Your I thought comfort. we were like, I thought we were. I, I can't we were even hear myself think. You know what? I, I'm I'm curious to know where you come from, big big boy. All right. Uh huh. Because I have to say that, because I know it's not ordinary. Who but who ever loved? Ordinary. I know our love isn't ordinary. You're right. 
You know I, what? Not being ordinary makes Anthony happy. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, no, no. It's not ordinary. It's, uh, I, would, uh, I would describe it more... Uh, it wasn't just programmable. It was reprogrammable, <laughs> our love. You know, it started one way, and then we thought, ah, butterflies are stupid. So we did this whole other thing with the crossword puzzles. Yeah, yeah. That really puts things into perspective for me. I bet you wish you could be a part of it. Yeah. A few laps in Mexico. Well, I do. I, I was hoping maybe... Because you know what? Even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> twice a day. So how many times I'm right, big boy. I'm never wrong. I, I should have never come. I shouldn't have come here. You're right. Because perhaps it's, it's good to have a beautiful mind. But an even greater gift is to discover a beautiful heart. Oh, you could oh, say that. Frisbee guy. I didn't I didn't mean to listen. You're not, I have a name. You're not you're not perfect, son. And let me save you the suspense. This girl you met, she isn't perfect either. Wanna go to Mexico with me? What? I don't understand. More than I like tossing the disc at Dawn. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm not a spy. I'm just a, just a mathematician. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, Anthony. Well, well, well. You're supposed to tell her. Well, classes are going to dull your mind. Dest destroy the potential for authentic creativity. You want authentic. me to give up on my glasses? Yeah, yeah, What will Anthony. I have then, my lemurs? You could have us. Anthony, you could have us. We're here for you, Anthony, please. Come to Mexico with us. Join the cartel. <laughs> They've tried once before. Riches beyond your You know what gives me riches? The joy I get from chasing down a lemur on foot. That is the only joy I can find these days. Maybe I should go back to the cartel. Maybe you two can go to Mexico without me. Oh, we will. The cartel is in Mexico. <laughs> that you know of. You're That's not even a member. Back. Okay, yeah. You know why right. we're not going to yeah. take you? Go on. Because your mind is where the problem is in the first place, you stupid genius. <laughs> you called me a genius, though, and that's all I wanted to hear. Let's blow this popsicle stand. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Guy who plays Frisbee. I only have one last thought about this whole crazy journey I've been on. Nothing's ever for sure. That's the only sure thing I do know. Wow. Wow, it's like they, they really knew the order of those cookies. In that there. was really profound. Yeah. Great. That was just wow. Thank you wow. so much. How about a big round of applause wow. for this wonderful thing, Median? Impersonate you. <laughs> you got well, pretty touchy there, Drew. We got to well, the end of our program, chance. but before we depart, we would like to listen from the panel of comedians. What have you learned tonight? Yeah, Tell from us. today's discussion. Learned. Me. Um, uh, my favorite part uh, was when we were talking about uh, strapping iPhones to lemurs and using the accelerometer to measure how their 
different sized legs can propel them similar distances. And I thought that was really interesting, even though I feel that we didn't firmly answer how they do that. Um, You'll have to read the papers. Gotcha. gotcha. And, and solve the differential equations, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, That's I really true. loved connecting. Shelby with, now, right? Yeah, yes. For the, for the audience. Oh, it is me. It is Shelby. Yeah. I really loved, you know, just, just connecting with, you know, Anthony. We're on a first name basis now. Uh, just on, you know, going back and forth, our different quips. Uh, we're both geniuses, so um, I enjoyed that. Is that what you and, learned? Um, and what I, what I took from this okay. is uh, I, the, the bit about uh, Noel Kleins. <laughs> Noel Kleins. Didn't know that was even, ex didn't know that existed at Idiot. all. Idiot. That's, <laughs> I'm a, Should I'm a genius. Should we reiterate what are those? Yes. <laughs> she learned they existed. That's, yeah. I think yeah, that I learned was a good start. She learned they it existed. Is, I the word it's is amazing. now in It's great. Yep. A rose by any other name. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think something I learned today... But Drew will tell yes, us. Yes, Drew. Uh, a saying that Drew learned today was... <laughs> Third person. <laughs> I learned... <laughs> I was... Oh, I had something for this. Oh, gerrymandering. Yeah, I was really oh, yeah. interested. I knew what gerrymandering was. Let me clarify first. <laughs> um, I didn't know anyone was. I didn't know anyone had been is taking steps or developing practical solutions. So it's it's, it's nice yeah. to uh, it's nice to hear. Do you that. know gerrymandering is called that because because of the word salamander, which is an animal, which really just ties this whole thing together. Yeah, is that true? It's full, true. full circle. It's because they thought it kind of looked like a salamander. How does? Well, I won't question That's it. the subject of a whole nother show. We are done for tonight. We thank you all for coming. Thank and I hope to coming. see you again next year in February. Make sure you like our Facebook page. I think it is uh, facebook.com slash dem.exp.jmu. And then on SoundCloud, you can hear yourselves laughing and clapping. At this show, so that would be soundcloud.com slash demystifying. So that's it, you all, you have it all. Thank you very much, and good night. There's a mystery to untangle Using comedy as our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jesting We'll be demystifying the expert Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified